1: Gerhardt's back.
2: The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim
0: Gerhardt Podcast. Pat, if you find something, you can come on the we be on the show. <laughs> hey, Pat. You'd be the stage manager. I never
2: I can't. you don't we're on we're on yeah we're on why (laughs) we're we're having a good time here
0: we have a little we have a little spill on the desk here
2: waving my hands waiting for some paper towels to
0: arrive but in the meantime welcome well
2: thank you and uh you you know all the stories a lot of stuff going on in new jersey The story that I really love was the lady who went wild at the motor vehicle. Oh, yeah. Office. Up in, uh,
0: Bayonne. in, in well, Bayonne, yesterday, the day yeah. before.
2: She was a Jersey City and apparently she was in a uh, motor vehicle agency. Yeah, getting a little bit impatient. And she just went, wow, what is she, she clobbered the, uh, she clocked the, the uh, manager. Right, took a bat and,
0: or something to some computers
2: or something and, and, like that. broke equipment and went absolutely yeah. wild. It sounds like a wild horse, you know, kicking yeah. in the stall.
0: She wasn't infused in some sort of uh, chemical at the time, was she? I don't
2: know if this was pharmaceutically enhanced enhanced or not. But, but the nice thing is, didn't you ever want to do that? <laughs> Regardless if that you was, were said, high yes, as a kind yes, or not. Yes. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm spoiled because I go to a, a motor vehicle agency right. and the inspection station that are a snap. Right. Uh, but this is not the way it is for everybody. In and New I know Jersey. you're
0: going to keep that a secret because you don't want everybody else going I, to that.
2: Because I, 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 there I've are a few out
0: there that are better than
2: others. Well, there are two near me. One right. is closer Right in town, right. and the other is maybe five miles away or ten miles away. And I away. have the
0: same. I have one that's just horrible. Yeah. And then if you go a little bit out of your way, you find it's one worth and, it. And, for, and, the, for the 15 or 20 minutes you drive, you're saving yourself two hours of aggravation.
2: <laughs> right. I, I know. Uh, and it, the same thing with the inspection. I can I go to an inspection station. Right. There's rarely a wait at all. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. So That's uh, it. you gotta I, fi- I, you got to find your spots and keep them to yourself. <laughs> but but that lady
0: that went cuckoo yeah. at the the DMV. It's like, you know, you, you look at some of the workers over there, and it seems like they, not all of them. I mean, sure, most of them are very nice, but they just have that smugness about them. Like, oh, well, they're waiting for you to make a mistake on your paperwork yeah. to send you to the back of the class, or you know, or, or things like that. Oh no,
2: you got to. On you know, the other back, line. Back to the line. Back to the line. Well, you mean the one I just and, sat on for 45 minutes just to get to talk to you? And the person's there, and the 45 minutes you're waiting, she's dealing. All of a sudden, when you get up there, she turns around and has to go in the back room. Right. She's on I break. Don't, I don't know what they have in their back rooms. Right. There's something. Must uh, be a rotation. Or, Orgasmatron. All right, your turn <laughs> to sit in the back room. You go out. You go out. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's uh, it, it, it was a nice story. Right. Uh, my, my she, she didn't hurt anybody, no, apparently.
0: No, thank, thankfully yeah. for that, but I'm sure she's got
2: some legal issues. Uh, somebody had asked, I was just sitting here, uh, you know, spilling coffee, <laughs> and, uh, and somebody said, you're going to talk about Iran. Well, no. And no? I, I'll tell you why. I'm going to defer to the statement of the great philosopher Ludwig Wittgenstein, who famously wrote, whereof one cannot speak... Thereof, one should, should remain go. silent. Okay. In other words, if you don't know what's going on, don't get into it. And Here's the thing. When you get into these crises like this, you don't know what's the truth. You don't know what's going on. You're getting a little bit here and there scraps from media. Uh, you got the president who somehow has this uh, uh, mania for tweeting. Uh, I do know what irrelevancies right. and other Every things. Every
0: thought that comes into his mind, unfortunately. Yeah,
2: and, yeah. And, and so you don't know. You will not, I predict, you will not know what is going on right now uh, in the, uh, the situation until years from now when a frontline PBS documentary or some other comes documentary out. gets into it and does a special on it. Right. And it's, it's like the Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm-hmm. How many, was it 40 years ago? Uh, Well, just roughly, or uh, maybe more than that. Sixty. Fifty. Oh, that's right. It was 50 years ago. All of a sudden now you get a rash of documentaries uh, now that they know what went on, who said what, who did what, and why. Uh, And it's unfortunate, but uh, we are not made realistically privy to some of these things, so it's very hard to, to say anything about it. Right. Except, uh, you know, it's like every other crisis. It's, it's, it's a damn shame. Right. And, and very stressful. Right. Uh, there's a Jersey paradox. I saw this story this morning. I think it was Sergio who did the story. Oh, thank you, Dan.
0: Oh, thank you, Dan. Yeah,
2: Dan Alexander. You keep
0: talking, I'll start wiping. Okay.
2: <laughs> Sorry. I'll, I'll wipe up some of your spill. <laughs> you're, you're just, I have you're water. water. I'll make it up to you. Okay? Yeah, That'll evaporate. Though. <laughs> I'll let that one go. Okay. A paradox, New Jersey, according to this story, Dan Dan Alexander, our news hawk here, uh, you would know more about this than I, but I think it was Sergio who did this story. There's a survey out that says New Jersey is among the top ten states for raising children. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I did see that right. Now, here's the paradox. Among the top ten states for raising children, we are, I think, among the top ten least stressed out states of the people in New Jersey. New Jersey has been, in another survey, the best place to raise a family. Mm -hmm. Uh, At the same time, I mean, you'd think this was paradox. At the same time, as you know, more recent story, it is the largest state in the volume of people leaving the state. And according to surveys the station has done and others, it's just like three-quarters of the people want to leave. Hmm. So there's a certain inconsistency there. And I don't how, – how do you explain that? Hmm. I, I could be, you know,
0: if, if someone's got a, a great job or a big family here, it's a it's a comfort to raise your family oh. here. There's no denying it's a great Oh, it's a great, a great place
2: to live, and this is the problem, because yeah. most of us don't want to leave. Right.
0: But maybe economics are driving a lot
2: of people out well this this is yeah. this is the problem especially when people get older and they do not have a regular right. income coming in and you look at and you mortgage is paid off but they still paying they're still getting raped by the property tax right. system and in New and Jersey. if
0: you see your children the next generation not being able to mm-hmm. uh, settle down and make uh, make uh, stakes here in New Jersey they're going to move to another part of the country what are you going to do be a long distance grandparent or are you going to stay uh, here that and is very, and take very it
2: difficult to do. I, yeah. I have some experience with so, that. So yeah, you're yeah. going to mm-hmm. have
0: to decide whether you're going to continue living here or you're going to up uh, up your tent stakes and, and move where your children are, well, one where of the, are. One of the places
1: in the story, that's the, uh, Jen Rosillo, by the way, wrote the story. Oh, the so Jen so. story. Yeah.
0: Thanks, she, Jen.
1: <laughs> it said that the story <laughs> says that uh, New Jersey also has the third highest separation and divorce rate and the underemployment rate is high. In New Jersey, so the the uh, woman the, that the jo-
2: unemployment or underemployment underemployment, underemployment rate is higher right. in New Jersey. People working low-paying jobs.
1: So the woman that uh, that, Jill, that uh, Jen spoke to said that it's possible that people in the state have jobs, but they're not necessarily keeping up with paying the bills.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And she said that when it comes to education and child care, taxes tend to be higher in New
2: Jersey. Um, yeah, but they were given t- good scores because of the availability. Mm-hmm. Of health care education to people who can afford it. Right. I think it gets back to uh, former Senator Wayne Bryant, who got himself in a little trouble. He was was excellent uh, at his job, but uh, he was off in the Gray Bar Hotel for a while for some of his shenanigans. Extracurricular activities (laughs) while he was a state senator. But be that as it may, I mean, he was was an intelligent man. And this came up one time, or would come up, and his thing was that if you cannot, it's a great place to live if you can afford it. People who cannot afford it should leave, and that sounds very cold. Sounds very familiar, too. B- yes, but but it sounds very honest. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: that's what, uh, similar to what uh, Murphy said uh, this past year, in a little bit different vein. But you know, if uh, if you're only concerned with you know property tax relief, then maybe we're not the state for you.
2: <laughs> that's that's cruel. That's
0: <laughs> but cruel. But maybe speaking. Who the that? Truth. Th-
2: Is he or anybody else to tell us whether this is the state for me or you Mm -hmm. or not? But that's the way they think. Oh, speaking of the way they think, I had a quote here. Uh, This is my... This was kind of unfortunate to see. Uh, It's not related to this particular thing. It's related more to the uh, uh, childhood inoculations. Yes. And which is, again, something I'd like to get into a little bit because now it's coupled with mandatory... It started off mandatory depression screening for hmm. little children okay. in schools. But anyway, aside, uh, Steve Sweeney, the president of the Senate, the most prominent Democrat in the state, after George Norcross, his patron, I <laughs> yeah, guess. Right. Pay uh, homage to George. Which uh, So he, he was talking about uh, somebody mentioned a lot of people were against the inoculation bill. Dan, you, you would no doubt know about this. I don't know if you noticed the quote or not that he said. Uh, there were demonstrations Yes, and, yes and many people protesting mandatory inoculations of their children. Mm-hmm. And he said, and I quote from the news story on the station, he said, quote, he doesn't care how loud the people shout, the vote will go through. And that, uh, that should really be put on the state emblem. <laughs> I'm going to have that translated into Latin. Well, we Steve, don't care how loud the people shout. Yeah. The votes will go through. Our We're going to need a bigger flag, though. Our will be done. Well, we get a bigger flag. So what, what have you noticed now? I've uh, unloaded a few things.
0: Uh, I've had a pretty good week. I'm just getting over a good head cold, nothing like that. I'm not contagious, by the way, otherwise I would not have come in today. That's what uh, they all say. You know, good head cold this week. My biggest problem is that somebody's Christmas tree (laughs) blew onto my property yesterday. It was supposed to be picked up by the uh, garbage uh, collectors. Yeah. And since I don't have a real Christmas tree, I use an artificial tree. I'm stuck with somebody's tree that didn't get picked up, and it's going to be there until next week. So I got a choice of either finding whose tree it is and throwing it back on their f- lawn, or finding where the trash pickup is today in my town and going to import it to somebody else's so lawn. So I got, that, that's my biggest. Your concern. question
2: is: There's a used Christmas tree lying in your lawn. Yes,
0: and I don't know what to do with it for the I next week. I tell you,
2: I'm, I'm glad we didn't get into the Iran thing because <laughs> that pales by comparison with your problem. I'm sorry. I- <laughs> I didn't know that it, you're, you're grieving.
0: No, I'm, I'm just like uh, frustrated. Like, you know, how do I get rid of this thing? Do I just light it on fire you know, so if, in the if, middle of the street? that quiz? is
2: the only source, the major source of your stress and frustration. I'm having a pretty good week. You, <laughs> you have had a pretty good week. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to keep my stress down. That's one of my resolutions okay,
2: for the well, Okay, well, then
0: okay. Maybe I'll just light the thing on fire yeah. Yeah. get rid
2: of it. We were talking about uh, children and talking about the, the, the legislature and the legislation regarding them. Yeah. The question I would have to ask is, whose kids are they running around your house? Uh, yours, or the or the states, or the governments? Right. Now let me read you something before we get into this. I mean, you everybody would say, well, they're mine. They're mine. Yeah. I got two things here. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Which is a big thing. This is the whole covers the whole West Coast. They said in a ruling. Here's what the ruling was based on. There was an elementary school in uh, Palmdale, California. Somebody had come up with this. They had 79 question questionnaire, a 79 question questionnaire uh, for children, for the children, not the parents, for the children. And remember, this is an elementary school. And 79. This was asking about their private thoughts. For example, how many times a day they thought about sex. Uh, do we know the age they, of these uh, children that I, were being well, quizzed? I, I, maybe, maybe up to 8th grade, that would Oof. include a middle school.
0: 80 questions, that's like a final exam for, well, a, yeah, but, but for then, a term. Yeah, but here's what
2: some of the questions were. Uh, they asked the question, do you ever think about touching other people's private parts? I mean, th- this is absolutely sick So stuff. inappropriate. God. Well, naturally. Uh, okay, I got a n- little note down here. The ages ran up to nine, I think. Oh, that's even more hard. But anyway, that was according to the terrible. story. Now, some parents obviously took issue with that. yeah. And they tried to have it stopped. They went to court because the school system wasn't going to stop it. They had to go to court. It got all the way up. The suits got all the way up to the Circuit Court of Appeals. And you know, that takes that takes quite a while. It goes up quite a ladder, of uh, a judicial ladder. And the Supreme Court ruled against the parents, and here was part of the ruling, education not only about reading, math, and science but serves a higher civil and social function, including the raising of children into responsible adults. So what they're saying is the the morality of your children and their values is not your business. It's what the state says it is, or the system says it is. Now, couple that, and you would say, well, that's situational. That was one California, you know, nuthatchery there. But... uh Bernie Sanders, who I think he's, uh, Dan, is he second now in the polling for the Democratic nomination for the president? Second or third, yeah. Second or third. So, okay.
0: Biden's still first. Warren's up there. It's the, he's in the top three, that's he's, sure. he's
2: already up there in the top ones. And because of his yeah. great fundraising capacity, it's felt that he may end up, you know, passing everybody right. in time. Or Biden makes some kind of a slip or Elizabeth up right. with Warren, you know, who just comes out of the wigwam and <laughs> yes. says something silly to offend yeah. people. But anyway, part of his platform is to eliminate all education but public education. Ooh. He has said. Uh, so this would eliminate any, any private type, uh, you know, alternatives, alternatives, charter, all of yeah, the, yeah. Hmm. which simply means that the education is going to be in the hands of the state or yes. the functionary of the state, because education would be a state function. The, the, it is now, really. The curriculum the, uh, will the, be set the uniformly it, the in the all 50 states. According to what the government wishes. So Ashley, well, thank you Ashley, has contacted us, says, my children belong to me and my husband, not the government. Yeah. That has been the traditional way of looking at it, but what I throw this out for right now, you're probably right, certainly in New Jersey when push comes to shove. But more and more is being encroached upon the state of New Jersey in addition to the inoculation thing, which is a tough one to figure out. Do you want a lot of chemicals pumped into your children at that age when nobody knows exactly what the toll is that this might be taking later? Or do you want children running around at the risk of picking up very serious diseases? Right. Or
0: is it's there a hard one. is there a middle ground where you have to do a minimal amount of?
2: I don't think there's inocular- a middle ground. I don't think there's any middle ground there really. Unfortunately, because they say if two children are running around uninoculated against smallpox, and somebody picks it up from a, I don't know where. In fact, I read a story one time that there's some kind of mice out in the uh, southwest. That carry maybe not the plague germ, but something that's just as deadly. Hmm. Uh, It can be, and of course our our uh, our immune system, which is set up by nature or providence to deal with things like that, has been seriously crippled by our food supply Hmm. in this country, and the fact that we're all pumped through a uh, full of chemicals. For one, how many, how many, what is the average American is on how many prescriptions? It's a, it's a very large number. Yeah. So, anyway, and the other one, getting back to, to the, the point, the other thing in New Jersey where the government is intruding is mandatory depression screenings for children in schools, little children in schools. That got a lot of resistance, and for once, the uh, uh, the system, the legislature, seemed to back down. Now they're pushing the same thing, but they're letting the parents opt out of it, if, if they wish. They'd have to have parental permission. So Mary says, "Is it isn't a tough decision, it isn't a tough uh, problem to figure out. You either think the government has the right to inject you with whatever they want, or you don't. Well... That, to me, is the thing that's tough to figure out. Yeah. I can understand, without these, some of these the inoculations seem to work. Uh, right. Did you get f- shots this year? I
0: did. I got a flu shot and I got a pneumonia shot. I did too, yeah. I think that may, uh, who knows, maybe, maybe that saved me from uh, getting the flu. I,
2: I don't know if it worked cold. or not. You have no idea. When was yeah. it, one year they gave, uh, everybody had to get a flu shot, it turned out it was the wrong strain of flu. Mm, yeah, that was a couple years ago. When, when was that, Dan? Hmm. Maybe 2016, 2017? something like that. Yeah, and and now it's it's simply scatter shooting because they really have no idea uh, what strain of flu is going to be the, the flu de jour, the, the one for the year. Yeah, it's yeah. just
0: a, an educated guess. It's not not uh, completely sure if you're well, taking, if they're giving out the right. But
2: strain. Th- but this is mostly about children. Now we do know that the vaccine has stopped pretty much, as far as we know, polio. Of course, measles, smallpox, which is going back, you know, mm-hmm. ancient almost. I mean, all of us have got that right off the bat in school. Nobody thought twice about it. That was pretty much eliminated. So many diseases have been eliminated. Some come back. Measles, you know, somehow it seems to be, you know, coming back.
0: Rubella. Right. Um, I remember having a rubella inoculation uh-huh. when I was in like first grade.
2: But uh, I, it's possible that some compromise can be made on the, on the number. But it's a huge number, and it's a growing number. I
1: think what a lot of the parents object to is that in the, the bill that, uh, that uh, is up, up before the Senate, is that parents would not have the option to space out the vaccinations. Apparently, I don't, I don't have children. Maybe Bob can speak to us or, or, or both of you can speak to it. But apparently there's a schedule of, of when your children are supposed to get their shots. Mm-hmm. And a lot of parents believe it's too tight, too close, and they want the option to be able to space out yeah. Uh, they want to have some say as to when their children get these shots. They're not saying don't give them to them. They're just saying we want to space them out a little bit more than, than, the, than the sanctioned schedule
2: or what the doctor wants. Well, that, and that, that would be kind of a medical uh, decision required there because what effect would that have on the efficacy of the... The drug, the inoculation right if, to
0: have if your if own pediatrician out. whoever take charge of the inoculations, and then well, but the parents want to the, the final
2: say in yeah. when
1: when their child's going to get the well, shots they don't want they don 't want someone to, they don 't want the state telling them yeah. you have to come in na-, you know
2: on this date or else that gets back to my original point. The government is more and more stepping in and mandating these things that have been in the domain of the uh, of the parents yes, the uh, morality introducing the child into values, uh, the parents have been like a funnel yes. from the greater society, funneling the value, the mores, the intelligences of, of the of the whole down into the child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the child picks this up generally, we say, by the age of about seven, you become pretty well programmed. Uh, Mary says, again, Mary says, vaccine manufacturers cannot be sued if they cause injuries or death. Mm. I I, uh, I I think that's true. Dan, does that ring a bell with you, Bob? Uh, no, I, I think not. that's true. I think they are immune. I believe you're from correct, prosecution right. for yeah. anything. That's that, uh, that's plausible. Uh, well, plausible. no, you see that goes against the television commercials because all of these pharmaceuticals that get pitched on television that you can't live without, that commercial is surely followed by one from a law firm. <laughs> right? How many <laughs> telling man? you? uh <laughs> if you're
0: injured by an inoculation yeah
2: yeah sue so i and I don't know how these lawsuits come out because you you never hear any much anymore about it but there's hardly any pharmaceutical that does not have some law firm somewhere right uh, trying to to solicit people sue so, yeah, th- that's another interesting thing and I'm not sure where I got this I didn't read it I got it from a person I believe I was uh, in the hospital for a short time an outpatient job uh, back in early December for a bout of atrial flutter as right. I mentioned before. Uh, but somebody there told me, and this subject had come up, and I was told by a person in the, the healthcare industry that the way that works, the the companies, the pharmaceutical company is required to add that as a disclaimer because three-quarters of some of these pharmaceutical commercials are... Telling yeah, about, they're like 90-second nin- ca- the
0: commercials, the 20 seconds is the message, uh-huh. and then the remainder is a disclaimer mm-hmm. saying this could cause death or, or a serious health injury.
2: What they told me, and sometimes it's a lo- huge string of, of things, somebody told me if one person registers a complaint with the, I guess it's the, the FDA or whatever yeah. the agency is, the government agency, if one person registers a complaint, they have to include that. So, exactly. Oh, hey, I took this. I got, yeah. They I got uh, hangnail. Uh, uh, yeah, may cause hangnail in some cases. Yeah, an not annoying, all. Annoying rectal itch. Okay, we got to put that on there. Right. Uh, <laughs>
0: that's why that list is. That's why the list excruciatingly is so long.
2: long. It doesn't mean, and you hear that, you think about There's it. probably dozens of people just keeled over yeah. from this expired. But no. <laughs> so, so what else is going on? You had some great ideas a while ago. Oh, I've <laughs> just been enjoying the conversation here. They've gone out of my If I head. could just jump in here just a sec, sure. about
1: just about the vaccinations. According to uh, law, the uh, Cornell Law School, uh, it says that uh, no ma- vaccine manufacturer shall, shall be liable in a civil action for damages arising from a vaccine-related injury or death associated with the administration of a vaccine. <gasps> after October 1st, 1988, if the injury or death resulted from side effects that were unavoidable, even though the vaccine was properly prepared and was accompanied by proper directions and warnings.
2: Hmm. So Boy, I guess the short answer is no, uh, yeah. they can't be sued. Well, that shows what lobbying can do, all that money. These so days. that's
0: longer than a 90-second uh, commercial that you're reading Sorry. there,
2: right? You know, another, another thing that, that I had read is that the, is it the FDA, am I talking about the right agency here who, 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 uh, who certifies a drug? Food and drug? I believe uh, so, yes. Yeah. Okay. Who has to certify a drug for general use. Yeah. And it has to be tested and they have to come in with test results and studies. And if you only have to have two positive studies, two positive studies to get it approved, mm-hmm. to get your drug approved. Now, what you don't know is that there may be 40 studies out there saying this stuff is deadly. (laughs) But that doesn't make any difference if you get two. Now, you can always buy two. Because there's absolutely no problem with all the money they have to throw around to skew test results. And so... It, the One of the great difficulties is there's no denying that some of this stuff is excellent, and it really does prevent a lot of very bad problems. Right. Other stuff you don't know, and anything new coming on the market uh, has not been tested over a period of time. With, uh, eno-
0: with enough certainty to yeah.
2: give reliability. This is uh, what, JC? Yeah, JC, good morning. Uh, it says it would be a lost cause to sue a vaccine manufacturer. You'd go broke trying that uh, and also luck trying to prove it. no doctors are going against the big pharmaceuticals this is true this is mm-hmm. this is part of the great problem you've got a few uh industries corporations who actually are wagging the dog yep. uh, because of their great wealth and mm-hmm. and uh, but that that's a that's a, a oh here we go now, i i, I 't know is this true joseph Uh, Joe Joe says, uh, Joe the fourth, says children are required to have 64 dosages before the age of 13? Of all of the... Can that be? I don't Mm. remember. Now, mine, my children are obviously older, and they didn't get that many. 64 before the ages of 13. That, mean, uh, uh, uh,
0: that seems pretty incredible.
2: And, and um, <laughs> yeah. you know, we got a mess on our hands. Really have a mess on our hands. Yeah. Here we get not only this chemical, some of which may be very good, maybe life enhancing. Don't know. Let's hope so if we got flu shots. But we got that going. We have a situation in which it seems like half the population is on some kind of pharmaceutical for something and is sick. I read a story that said the average wait time for a doctor's appointment is like 29 days.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about right. Mm. Yeah, you have to schedule it unless you're. Uh-huh. You got an and acute situation where you're where you're sick and you need to see someone immediately. But a, a regular follow up, yeah, absolutely. And like you go to, to a, a
2: hospital or a medical facility and try to find a parking place. Mm. Everybody is sick. In my view, much of the sickness goes back to our diet, mm-hmm. which is being poisoned. And I don't mean purposely. You've got people sneaking around, you know, squirting bacteria with uh, into your. Romaine lettuce, which seems to pop up often, <laughs> is being contaminated. Uh, but it's uh, you got the soil, the earth, you got the insecticides, the pesticides, you got the atmosphere. We are still getting, and you got the cattle. You say, "Well, I will uh, eat uh, meat as I do from only from buffalo, free range." But what difference does it make, because the, the earth is saturated, the ground has been polluted anyway, fallout from atomic accidents, yeah. <laughs> from pollution in the air. There is almost no way, if you don't get poisons in your system, they come around and give them to you in an enema, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and what this does, it messes up the body's natural process of fighting these diseases. Right. So, a good point. and this is why there is a great tendency now for people getting on what's called the whole food plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. But even so, you have to do it, be, get organic food Yes. to avoid the, the contamination. And now the government has been so lax in allowing people to use the name organic on their products. Everything is organic. But you don't know. You don't know and, what's and, and true and organic even, and what's... Even organic can contain a certain amount of things. Yes. So here we got here we got a situation. We got two huge industries. One is the uh, what the health uh, products industry, which I guess would be pharmaceuticals, medical devices, and the like. On the other hand, you have got the food industry, which is more and more controlled by giant corporations too, as is corporation number one. One is in a sense poisoning you with their product. And the other moves in then and makes a fortune, billions of dollars trying to save you <laughs> from the products yeah. that are almost forced upon you because of the food distribution, manufacture, processing, and distribution. Yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, it, it's it's a, a... I don't know where you get out of this. I don't know how you get out of it. I have thought uh, if I were thinking like God in the Old Testament, I would send a flood because think like, that might be the only way out of this.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> but uh, Doug, uh, Doug's got a good question here. He says, "Is there an immunization to make politicians honest?" <laughs> oh, don't I wish!
0: And can they make that mandatory?
2: And can they make that mandatory for taxpayers? Uh, so, oh,
0: yeah. you know we forgot—we're uh, we talking about uh, minimum wage. Yes, yes. And how one company in New Jersey has put on a fee for their admission to their to their facility—a the dollar fee. To offset the cost of the raise of the minimum wage for their employees.
2: This is an entertainment type.
0: Entertainment facility uh, facility in New Jersey. They did that starting on January 1st and they rescinded the policy on January 2nd. I guess they came up with some resistance. So they reversed their policies that so they dropped
2: it, so and they called it a surcharge to pay surcharge for the increase
0: the Surcharge to replace the that Why did
2: they do that? I mean, it'd be so simple simply to raise the price of a ticket a dollar. So they, yeah. and nobody would have said a word. I guess they but just want the the public wanted,
0: to know. They wanted, They don't want to sound. They, they were, didn't want to sound political, but they want to make it known that it's not their idea. Mm-hmm. That uh, but the the extra cost to employ their employees to pay their employees
2: this uh, see this is from uh joseph is, is that dan is that uh down in the lower left corner of the screen there That's Joseph
0: Joe the fourth again yeah right? hang on
2: uh, says uh, wait hmm. a minute it, it's it's a little more information oh just we'll take a moment here while we're setting that up uh, you are welcome you were invited uh, We really wish <laughs> deeply that you would communicate with you if you're watching this or hearing this and uh so uh, just, I think, through uh, Facebook. Right. You, Facebook you can Live, we're here every we like uh, Thursday. Have, have your, okay, a vaccine act started in 1986 that requires these large amounts of vaccines. Uh, the children's chronic disease rate was 12.8% before 1986. Today, the children's chronic disease rate is 44%. Wow. I don't know now uh, where Joseph's information comes from, but it does not sound uh, impossible. But again, this chronic disease rate may not be related. Uh, You know, we can't blame it all on the vaccines. We don't know. Yes. I blame things on the food supply. It's the so called American diet, which is delicious Uh, and addictive. And addictive, and it's also poisonous. Yes. It, It is toxic in many regards now don't say that you heard me say that everybody is putting toxins in your food because you think of that as something somebody a terrorist is purposely doing no it's it's in the food processing we eat a lot of processed foods in order to make the foods give a longer shelf life to enhance the taste and to preserve the product before it gets from the west coast here or from chile or wherever it's coming from and in the and, and in the process The agricultural processes, animal agriculture and and plant agriculture, the use of the fertilizers, the insecticides, and they all, the product gets to you with toxins in it. Yes, And therefore, in my view anyway, this is why you can't get an appointment with a doctor. Uh, And see, that that opens up another can of worms. Your doctor now gets involved in a system, which means that he's not doing doctoring anymore, he's creating uh, volume. Mm -hmm. Because somebody at the top of the system is sitting there making millions of dollars on this, right. which ain't going for health care. Yeah. However, the doctor, because of the screwed up medical system, almost has to do this to make a living, because otherwise his expenses now, right. with all of the insurance, he has to have an office full of accountants and people, where it used to be the doctor and one right. assistant. Yeah. All right, so, I rest my case. No, so you, your turn. So
0: with, um, with diet, and you have one yeah. of the most healthy diets of anyone I've known. Well, let's diet. hope. Um, what, if you could just make one recommendation of something, some chemical, some sort of food that people are eating that they give up, just something simple, just to put them on a healthier path.
2: Well, you can't, because there you have to get into chemistry, and people aren't going to go around and look this up to see. There is no one thing. Something that something. There are many. Look, there are us? many books. There are many books. If, if you want... Because uh, we've spoken about the paleo... Well, the uh, paleo already, is not, no, no. It's not everything. I, right? I, I do what has, and I've done this for a long time, what has become known as the whole food plant-based diet, mm-hmm. which is vegetarian. And I do it to the point, sporadically kind of, but right now I'm doing it to the point of a vegan. Right. And no animal products, uh, you know, fish, eggs, or anything. Uh, look up. And you can get. it I'm trying to think of the name of the book. Uh, there is a book and I have a copy of it, on this toxicity of foods, and I forget. I think it's just called toxins. Look, go on Amazon, uh, which is I, where I usually buy buy mm-hmm. my books, and just put in there a plant-based diet. Mm. Now the reason they say whole foods, this uh, does not mean that you have to, you know, eat a rutabaga whole. <laughs> It'd be very hard to do it means non-processed foods that's right. all and if you can get it and unfortunately you can't fresh foods it's grown locally yeah. but that's you can't do that or everybody can't yeah. do it especially this season but that would be my recommendation that you look into this go on you can google up all kind of information on plant-based diet Yeah, and I, I've done it for a long time uh, I used to consider myself a vegetarian who occasionally eats meat, but and mostly salmon. I get salmon from the Pacific Northwest, up in Alaska, and all. And I got a freezer full of it that I'm not touching at the moment. But uh, just get information about that, and you don't have to be some kind of a uh, uh, what a fanatic about it, really. But you know, I've done it because I like the food. I've always enjoyed the food yeah. more, plant yeah. food.
0: Now. Um, as far as I'm concerned, just a couple of the minor things that I've just noticed over the last couple of years, high fructose corn syrup. Oh, I have completely ruled that, that out. That's deadly. And it's just amazing to me how many dozens, hundreds of products
2: yeah. contain high fructose corn syrup. Well, you got two things going there. One is the fact that it is cheaper for the manufacturer so he can save money on the, on the making of a product. The other is that the government subsidizes the corn industry to the extent that they get so much production, they've got to do something with it. Right. So, I mean, they they, they they can't sell enough to make you know billions of dollars is by it, selling corn on the cob. I mean, is it guy.
0: is it true that you're you're better off just having regular sugar as opposed oh, yes, to the yeah. high fructose sure, sure. corn syrup? Sure. It's just, but sure. it's just it's a real eye opener.
2: In, in my view, and I, I try to avoid it as best yeah. I can, but but relatively small amounts of sugar. Which should be enough to satisfy as opposed to su- as opposed to a sweet
0: as opposed oh, to a sweet.
2: Don't eat, Don't use any artificial sweetener. Artificial. See, see uh, sugar is a plant based. of or, or, or Oreo cookies, but that's yeah. That's another matter. One thing. One reason. You know, interesting that people blow the uh, whole food diets and don't lose weight. Is because they do say, "Hey, Twinkies are whole food."
0: Yeah. Why don't I just uh, <laughs> or, have an or extra? Are yeah, whole right. food.
2: Uh, that's not it. Uh, But 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 another
0: thing I will notice, uh, I I don't know if I mentioned this previous, but uh, you go to the produce aisle, at least at the supermarket I go to, bananas. Now, they have two sections of bananas. They have regular bananas and organic. And the organic ones are uh, wrapped in a certain piece Mm -hmm. of tape so that you know that they're designated as organic. If I don't get there early enough in the morning, they're all gone. And, I mean, you're looking at these bananas are going... They're, they're just, you know, they're just going begging the regular bananas. Everybody wants the organic bananas, so there's got to be something to it. Because you see, an organic banana will ripen uh, more rapidly than uh, the preserved banana. It's, it's amazing. A banana will stay green for about a week and a half if it's not organic. An organic banana will spoil in about I, three or four days.
2: You're right. I, what I don't understand is why you would have to have organic bananas. I mean, they don't. I don't think they spray banana trees, do they? I, I, have no I don't idea. know.
0: But some, there's, a, there's a big there, difference between. There seems between. To be a
2: difference in them. Yeah, I usually get those. They're packaged already. Yes. I'm kind of lazy, so that, that's one reason. I eat an inordinate amount of nuts. I get uh, nuts uh, right. whole, uh, un. What do we do? Uh, unprocessed roasted, or uh, unprocessed raw or, yeah, raw, raw nuts, nuts. Yeah. From a place in California called. Uh, Braga B R A G A Farm, Organic Farms. Been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. And I know I eat too many because now the other thing is that mo- if you look up diet stuff and you get into it on, on the on the internet or even in literature, you will find out that most people are concerned about weight. See, that's part of the other thing, the obesity of America. Everybody wants to lose weight. I don't really care to lose weight. I hope I don't lose any more weight. Right. I have weight a whole lot more, but on this kind of a diet over a period of time, and not a long time, you will find that you trim down considerably, and, and rather comfortably, so you do not have to go on it.
0: Uh, Any anything sort of,
2: that's unpleasant or crash. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that you your, your your taste buds and consequently your brain has been trained to release endorphins, I guess, at the the taste, mm-hmm. which is enhanced. That's another. Thing that they put into foods, right? Oh, absolutely. So I'm not trying to be a missionary for anybody's diet. I'm just you ask what I eat, yeah, and this is it. I would say I eat nuts all day long, right? Uh, a great mixture of them, you know, walnuts, pistachios, uh, right? Uh, Brazil and I presume,
0: and, and I presume, since you're not a fast food guy, you will not be having the plant based Whopper anytime soon.
2: I, I, I don't want the. <sighs> You see, here's another thing: is after a while, your taste gets so it is almost repugnant to think of this, of, of junk food, yeah. because your 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 entire your your neural passages or pathways have changed a bit. Let's see. Let's. Okay. Uh, anything else? Oh, you want to talk about uh,
0: how much uh, ball players are making compared to teachers?
2: Oh, I got. Let me <laughs> let me do that. Just.
0: Oh, we got him off. Got him set oh, off now.
2: Oh. Here we, he comes. Okay. Here we go. Now. I, I did mention when the, uh, when Rutgers hired uh, Greg Sierra back, the football coach, everybody's ecstatic about that because they're picturing now they're going to be, you know, they're top, gonna win, top of the Big Ten. They're going to win in three product. games this yeah. year. Yay! And so I've already said that there's, there's kind of an interesting study in priorities that people in New Jersey, alumni of Rutgers and, and, and people in New Jersey, uh, need a winning football team to satisfy their need, right. I guess, for self-esteem. Right.
0: To hitch their star to the but wagon. They, yeah.
2: they're not going to get self-esteem by saying, hey, man, I went to Rutgers, and they got 16 professors who have won awards <laughs> for discoveries. We we had 20 new discoveries this year. Our, our graduating class, you know, did this. And uh, right. No, it's how well did the football team go. Yep. And so I'd, I'd mention this, that the money that they're paying the football coach now, uh, which would be, uh, 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 I think it's... Uh, uh, what was it? It was, uh, oh, I don't have that figure here. Uh, oh, $4 million a year. Right. $4 million a year plus some free stuff. So I don't. you could almost call it five by the time you get through with the free house and train mm-hmm. airplanes and stuff. Uh, the average teacher in New Jersey makes, I think, about $75,000 a year. So it would take the teacher 71 and a half years at that salary to make as much as the football coach is right. making in one year. Right. So, uh, and if the uh, if the teachers, some high paid teachers, you make a hundred thousand a year, seems like a lot of money. It would take that teacher fifty years to make as much. Wow. Now it gets worse. Here is the Dallas Cowboys, which is a mediocre football team, and they are thinking of paying their quarterback, who is a mediocre quarterback, Dak Prescott. Yes, you know, I'm not making any any comments on his character. Probably a fine person. But and good at his craft, he's. Uh, they're talking about giving him four hundred million dollar contract for ten years. Right. That's forty million a year. Wow. Now you play sixteen games, and uh, That's that incredible. is two million five hundred thousand dollars per game. Wow. He gets two million now. Let's say that the quarterback throws 30 passes in a game.
0: Which is an average, yeah. I I would say about that.
2: He's getting $83,333 every time he throws a ball. Wow. Every time he throws the ball, he gets $13,300 more than the average school teacher makes in a year. (laughs) For every pass. For every pass. That's crazy. (laughs) It would take a teacher, the best teacher in the school, who is doing more for more people, and well, you know what teachers do, I mean, they're, they're essential and some of them are absolutely great. Uh, it would take the teacher, the average teacher in New Jersey, 572 years to make as much as this quarterback will make for one ball game. Wow! Even if he gets hurt nine plays in God. <laughs> and has to sit on the bench. <laughs> yes.
0: I, got, I got one that's uh, okay. going to compare I, I, to you. I,
2: now, now, the thing is, that, that is a study in our American priorities. So Garrett Cole, the uh, the pitcher that just
0: signed with the Yankees for the, uh-huh. the highest uh, contract ever in baseball. Oh, really? He's getting 324 million dollars over about 8 or, or 9 or 10 years. <laughs> All right, so you figure this out. That averages out to about 36 million a year. He if he's healthy and everything goes well, he'll have 36 starts based on 100 starts per pit for per, per 100 pitches per start. The guy is gonna get ten thousand dollars every pitch.
2: <laughs> and here the rest of us sit around worrying how we're gonna pay the damn property tax ten, at the end of the month. Ten
0: thousand bucks every time he throws that ball. You think about that, fans.
2: Well, we will leave you to ponder these unscrutable <laughs> the ineffable ways of life in the garden state of nature. Yep. That that's sick. It yep. it really is is sick. And you hear all they're all gonna set up a foundation. Oh, yes. and, and we're going uh, to help. That's offset their taxes. Kids with hemorrhoids or something. <laughs> right. and we're going to have this big, this big. Well, of course, it's a tax dodge. <laughs> every one of them. Is every, every one dodge. of us a big tax dodge. well uh, Yeah. There we go. What can you do about it? Absolutely nothing. Go to the games. Smile. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> You're on Candid Calamity yep. here at some point. Okay, Jim Gerhardt, Bob Williams, and you. And thank you very yep. much for your attention. Thanks for your support. We See. appreciate it. Yep.